What Are You Made Of? It's Mike C-Rock. Welcome to What Are You Made Of? Every episode of this podcast is centered around building ourselves and the people in our lives to reach our full potential. I hope that the experiences and stories of success from these conversations can give you rocket fuel to reach new heights and help you answer the question, What Are You Made Of? What Are You Made Of? I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. And subscribe to the What Are You Made Of podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. If you like watching these, it's available on YouTube at my channel, Mike C-Rock Scirocco. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of What Are You Made Of? With your boy, the unstoppable Mike C-Rock. I'm in the house today with my friend, Jessica Bojorquez. She is an entrepreneur, a realtor with eXp Realty, and she specializes in video marketing and selling luxury real estate. She believes in the quality of communication, storytelling, and creating elevated experiences to welcome her clients home while helping her agent become, while helping other agents become more successful with their real estate business using video marketing. She's also a co-author of the principles of David and Goliath, Habitude Warrior book series, and motivational book inspired by biblical stories to represent individuals who've shown success and resilience through great trials and tribulations. The book is co-authored by several number one best-selling authors and celebrity authors. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah. So I forget, did we meet on Clubhouse? We did. We did okay. meet on Clubhouse. I thought so. I thought so. Yeah. I couldn't remember because you know now that things are opening up, I'm going to live events now and it's not just Clubhouse. It was just Clubhouse for a while. I was meeting people, but now it's like all over the place. So yeah, we met on Clubhouse. I brought a lot of guests uh, from Clubhouse. And no, we had a call and set up after that and connected. And one of the things I want to throw out there to people is like, you know, if you want to really network with people and get to know people and you don't, you know, like all over the country, even the world, 15 minute Zoom calls are the key. Like I have a Calendly set up, which you, you scheduled on, by the way, right? And yeah. I have it set up on purpose for 15-minute connection calls on one of my links. And when I do that, I just send the link to people, they schedule, and then we have 15 minutes. And we know we have 15 minutes to get everything we need to do knocked out. And it's awesome because it's very efficient. And I met some of the greatest people this way with these 15-minute Zoom Calendly calls. So anyway, I got off. I got off. <laughs> and that's okay. No, I, I, I completely agree with you because uh, not only that, it gives us a point and a chance to, you can you can learn a lot from somebody in just 15 minutes and be able to have a conversation with that. And not only meeting people, you know, because our interactions are pretty brief on, on Clubhouse, just depending on, on which room we are. But not only that, I just feel like you know, we're, we're kind of in the same circle. And when, when we are able to come together in a brief conversation, 15 minutes face to face on Zoom and be able to get to know each other a little bit better after the 15 minutes, you know, whether you're kind of able to work with that person or collaborate with that person or not. So yeah. I, I think it's a perfect idea and a great way to not only become a better communicator with the people that you meet, but but just get to know the people on a personal level. So I, I completely agree with you on on those fifteen minutes Zoom calls. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And um, you know, it's also the questions that you ask and the listening that you do on those calls. But oh, right. by the way, I forgot we start the show every time with this question. I'm getting off topic. Let, let, let's get to this first, and then we'll go back to the other stuff. That's Jessica, right. what are you made of? I am made of pure resilience. <laughs> 
I have, and, and the only reason why I say that is because I know I, I come from a long line of incredibly strong women in my life and, and my lineage, and I have lived a few lives in my 38, almost 38 years, I'll be 38 on Sunday, to know well, happy that, birthday, that thank you, to know that I am I am made of resilience, so yes. And, and for those of you watching, and I'm going to dig into that in a minute, but for those of you watching, if Jessica looks uh, like on the YouTube, because some people watch this on YouTube, if she looks hot, it's because she is. <laughs> I am physically melting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's a little inside joke. So, so she, she is a pretty lady too. Don't don't get me wrong. But she has no air conditioning, and she's in Scottsdale area. Um, so that's why. But I, I can't tell. I was just making a joke, so you can't see any. There's no beads of sweat. There's nothing. I know you may feel hot, but we can't tell. So anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, it, it is definitely hot in Scottsdale for sure. And uh, with or without with or without AC. <laughs> yeah. And also talk to us about resiliency. Like what made you say that and get, you know, do you have some, some, uh, what do they call antidotes or stories I, that have to do with that? Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and one of the things and, and particularly one of the subjects and why I'm here today is to discuss the book that I am co-authoring with other people because it is a story about trials and tribulations and, and going getting through great things out of your life and coming above that and seeing what you are and, and how you're able to learn through the darkness and what you're able to go through, but not only that, how you are able to come out of it. So in my line of work or what I have done through my life, I was a stay-at-home mom where I had everything to having to get a, basically getting my world taking a, taken away and having to start from the ground up. Not only that, I was at my biggest weight of over 200 pounds and I worked my way into becoming, you know, into my, my, I guess my goal weight. <laughs> so I am uh, at my best, uh, my best right now, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and working my way into financially by creating multiple businesses. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So what happened? Like, what's the situation? So you had a family, you were married, you're saying? So I was in a 12 year relationship. I do have a son who is 18 now. And I got to spend a lot of time with him while he went to school. And so, you know, during the 12 years, my basically my whole adult life at this time, I came into a knowing that this is going to be my life. And although I wasn't married, and my partner at the time was a stepdad, I figured this was it. <laughs> and so um, after 12 years of being with somebody and him coming home and basically saying that it's not working out, um, I had to figure something out, right? I had to move on and get to a place to where I know that, well, one, I lived a lifestyle where I didn't have to work and now I have to, you know, get pushed into the job force and, and work three jobs, so three full-time jobs to be able to do what I'm doing and not only build my career in real estate, but build myself back up. I had no idea who I was independently aside from another person or aside from, you know, being a mom. So it was, you know, it was great, a great trial and error to, to get to where I am, but not only that start a company and a concept that there aren't there isn't really a lot of out there in my industry is real estate you know video marketing is not something that is portrayed in in real estate it is now but it wasn't you know a few years ago so it's right. it's definitely a jumping point and and being able to take off in that direction it's just been 
it's been quite the journey. <laughs> yeah. So let's unpack that a little bit of that because there's people that are listening that go through similar things. There's people that have relationships now that, you know, they're, they're trying to figure their way through. There's people that have the similar thing happen and they're trying to recover. But like, just as far as the, like, I don't want to get into a lot of detail unless you want to, but, but the relationship itself, was it a situation where you can look back now and like, I did have some responsibility or I had some control in that. I wasn't necessarily the effect of something. And what did you learn from that that you could have, you know what I mean? Like some I people want, like they, they play victim to, and then other yeah. people say, you know what? That was on me. I should have saw that. I should have did this. And next time I know how to do this and I can help other people. And I want to take you to the journey and I want to take the listeners through a journey of thinking how, you know, you feel with your family, how you have everything under control and then it's being taken away from you and the thoughts and emotions. But not only that, and what I went through then and to where I am now in a place like I knew there were certain things that I had to go through within myself. Like I knew because think the worst possible scenario walking in on the person you love and their new person, right? Think of having to move out of your home and start from the ground up. Think of the emotions that one person would have in the sense of trying to start her life over with her son and having to go through these things and these emotions and this heartache. So finding out what I had to find out, there was a lot of forgiveness <laughs> that I had to go through. And I knew that I wasn't my optimal self learning that not only the person that I loved didn't love me anymore, but he moved on to somebody else. However, he was my best friend and the person that I knew for 12 years, I knew that in my heart of hearts, I'm not I'm not the person that holds on to grudges and hatred and, you know, resentment. I knew that there was something that I need to do for myself to find a forgiveness so that way I can move on. Because obviously I knew I wasn't my best self and finding that, you know, clearly there was a disconnect <laughs> yeah, and he didn't need yeah. to be with me, but, but it could have happened a little bit better. And now to this day, I worked on it so much, and this is going on six years ago, that we're still really close. We're still really good friends to this day because I made it a point to make sure to get over that, but not only that, heal fully and completely. So yeah. in, the, and in the book, I explained that not only has this happened to me, but it's happened to women in, in my lineage as well. So I put it in a perspective that this being a, a, a wounded woman is what I call it because after after betrayal, you know, after after uh, many months of thinking there's something wrong with me, I'm not able to make this relationship work. There's a lot of things that I need to work on for myself and, and having to move through all of those aspects of my life of I really messed things up and knowing that it really wasn't my fault. <laughs> I mean, you know, there are probably there are things that, of course, I could have done differently, but in the aspect of a breakup, it wasn't all just one sided. It was mm -hmm. obviously both. But in regards to explaining it in the book, I want I wanted the readers to understand that these types of situations happen all the time and people find themselves having to start from the ground up all the time. And it's not about when it happens, right? When those those great ground uh, groundbreaking moments happen in your life where you're like, Oh shit, um, I'm bleeding. I, yes, yeah. those low lows. It's about what are you going to do after that? How are you going to respond for yourself? And, and what steps are you going to take to ensure that you don't find yourself in that predicament anymore? So. 
I wanted to take a quick break here to remind you that my book, Rocket Fuel, is available for sale now at MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get a copy and share it with your friends and family. It will change lives, guys. I will not let you down. Now back to the show. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things I have on my shirt today says control the future. Control, like to the degree that you take responsibility, you take control. This is such a difficult topic to talk about with people, but I look at it in relationships all the time because it really doesn't matter what the other person does. Because if you could just like separate that for a second, you have no control over that. We have no control over like, and so I always look at things and this is just the way I approach it. And it's given me a, a, a sense of like, power or control in a way, which I think we all kind of yearn for. We want to be in control. Control is a good thing. Right. But like, what could I have done differently or what did I do to contribute to that? Because that's really all that matters. The other person I'm going to forgive or I'm not going to forgive, but we forgive, right? I'm going right. to forgive them, but it doesn't matter. They're, they're human beings. They're flawed. All human beings are flawed. What can I control? Right. And so this thing's, when I started thinking this way, it's changed everything for me in my life. Now it's relationships. It could be business. It could be finances. Every single thing, not about my fault or blame, who to blame, but responsibility. Like, what could I have done differently? And that's the question that helped helped me get through things, and then also recover from situations like you're talking about. Like, because you've did that at some point, whether it was consciously or subconsciously. You said, you know what, I got to get my shit together. And you started, like you said, you you got in the best shape of your life. You went after and started attacking things. And that was a part of responsibility elevating. Right. Right. Did and you I, feel that? I did. And, and it took me a while because you have to understand, you know, I, I from where I, where I was, and I'm not saying that, you know, where I, I'm not trying to compare, um, yeah, but no. from, from where I was, I, I had no idea who, what my identity was. I'm a young mom. I had my son at 20. And I got into a relationship shortly after that lent, you know, and, and then had to, to start my life over in my 30s. So me... Which is still way young, by the way. Which is still, like, still way young. As a matter of, you know, I'm peaky. I'll be 38 on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> um, um, but however, you know, I, I have to go from the ground up like, hey, okay, well, I guess here's the layout and I know what I don't want. I know where I am and I know that there are a lot of things that I need to change. Like for one, when I look in the mirror, what do I see for myself? And it took a really a lot of soul searching, like <laughs> like a lot of soul searching to yeah. be able to look in the mirror at 200 pounds and see a person sweating and say, hey, I accept you as you are, you know, we got this, no matter how hard things are going to be right now, we know we, you know, you just got to talk to yourself and look at yourself in the mirror and have a, a frank conversation with yourself sometimes. And even even then, even when you can't really see the future happening, you just you just have to have that knowing and that can, I guess, like you said, that control of Hey, I know that there's something different and I have to believe in that and I have to control what I'm doing right now and what I'm thinking for myself. And a big part for me is, is meditation. And, and I, I think a lot of my growth into just getting really, really, really silent with myself and, and, um, in a place to where I, I can, I can be at peace. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, the other thing is, is that when you started on your journey to get healthy, like what was some of the, like, where did that journey start? 
I guess, cause like you had to be okay with the way you were like as a person, yeah. but you wanted to be healthier. So yeah. then like, did you, did you paint a picture of what you wanted to kind of look like and feel like, and then what were the steps that you used to, to start that journey? Yeah. So I started off with a lot of, uh, of guided meditations and right before bed. And uh, I, I started doing hot yoga. And as a matter of fact, I grew into teaching and managing a hot yoga studio after this. So I started in the mirror, uh, hot yoga, sweaty, 110 degrees with 75% humidity. I looked at myself in the mirror uh, three times a week up to every single day and, and just kind of pictured myself in a sense of I see you and not focus particularly on on any flaws <laughs> or anybody else in the room besides my thoughts of where I wanted to be. So it took a great, great length of, of focus in that aspect and being able to get up to a point where I can do uh, hot yoga every single day at 200 pounds. But that's not how I lost my weight. I started implementing trail running in the mountains out here in Scottsdale. And then um, after that, I took it inside to the gym and now I'm doing weight training, all that fun stuff. But the point is I went from not having that obedient practice for myself and not giving myself any time of the day because I thought at one point that was selfish to making sure that I, I give myself at least 20 minutes a day. Luckily, my son is 18 and I've dedicated my life to my work. So I have a lot of time to give to myself. And usually, typically, you can find me giving myself maybe two hours out of the day. So <laughs> oh, that's cool. And in diet, too, did you start paying attention to diet and stuff, too? Yes, I think as I naturally progressed, I just kind of uh, started eliminating things out of my diet. Now, that was one of the hardest things for me because I'm an Aries and, and, it's a, just a natural instinct that if you tell me what to do, I'm not going to listen. <laughs> um, so like in any sort of strict diet and like eliminating alcohol and tacos were not on my comfort list. So I had to find a way that was going to work for me. And so by being able to just naturally start taking in better foods, I still drink alcohol. I still have my tequila and, and glass of wine every once in a while and taco if I want it. But um, but now I just I just gotten to a point in my life where I just choose I just choose healthier lifestyle. It's just yeah. natural for me now. Yeah, that's awesome. Great job, by the way. Thank so you. So talk to us about the real estate and what you're doing with video marketing. Oh my gosh. Well, as you know, Arizona is a hot market <laughs> in real estate. And I started my career in real estate about five years ago. And uh, two years ago, things started to shut down and I had to pivot into video marketing. I met with my title marketing uh, manager and he said, hey, how about video? I have no experience. I come from a humble beginning in Southside Phoenix. Like, there's, I, I didn't go to college for video marketing or anything like that, but I, um, we, we came up with the concept, we sat down, we wrote it out, and I just hit the ground running. So I came up with Virtual Tour Tuesday, and it's a platform where I feature my luxury listings along with other luxury uh, listings from agents. I, I provide free marketing for these agents to promote to potential buyers nationwide. And so I'm doing this consistently for two years. I've gotten great, um, uh, I've gotten some uh, attention on it and I've been able to get, you know, tens of thousands of views. Not only that, I had Alex Stern as my guest. I've traveled over to other states 
And just recently, you'll see this by next week, I uh, just featured Sharon Lecter's home out in Paradise Valley. So it's really, yeah, it's really, uh, thank you. So it's really getting some attention and traction. And not only this, because it's helping me in my career, I have curated strategies on on helping other realtors expand their businesses using video marketing as uh, video marketing fundamentals and an introduction to YouTube and Google ads. So by awesome. me pouring in my blood, sweat and tears and all the money that I've made, I want to be able to show agents, other agents. And not only that, I feel like it's a great agent attraction uh, uh, magnet material. So being able to do that and and really help other people as servant leadership, you know, that all the yeah. And, and so Jessica, like, with the lower inventory and houses not sitting for a long time, like, do you still do the video anyway, just to to just to use for promotion? Like, I know the houses so, go so quick, that's, right? So. And that's the hard that's the hard part, especially with the low inventory that we have and why we specialize in luxury real estate, because luxury luxury homes tend to stay on the market a little bit longer uh, than you, you would find with the $400,000 home right now. But however, we do come in that come into situations like that where the house is uh, already sold before it's out. But in that case, I still promote it because it's a part of history. And if you know the viewer sees that house and they love it, or, or they're thinking about moving to Arizona, they can still call me and I'll be able to find them another yeah, house. Great. Yeah. Promos you and your company too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So how can the audience, if, they're ha- if they happen to be in real estate, one, if they're, they're looking to move to Arizona, one, or they're happen to be in real estate and they're interested in talking to you about joining your team or getting some video marketing help from you, what's the best way for them to engage with you? Oh my gosh. I, you can find me anywhere really on all the social networks at Virtual Tour Tuesday. Jessica Bohorquez. Uh, I do have a website, uh, Jessica Bohorquez dot exprealty.com and but more more than likely you can just find me virtual tour tuesday it's really really simple but i'm all over the place google me <laughs> it's awesome. really easy to find <laughs> as they say google me bitch <laughs> i don't know where that came from i just remember that phrase like google me bitch google me. i have a five-star rating we're all good we're all good <laughs> i hope I-, I didn't just ruin the podcast with that line but anyway <laughs> hey, if you have a problem with that look inside folks if you have a problem with that that's on you it's not on me so Jessica, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. And it's uh, it an absolute honor and a pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. I really, really appreciate it. And and you know, I have that book coming out with the and I'm co-authoring with some really, really, really great people and celebrity celebrity authors. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a nice book. So when does that I come out? It. it comes out on the 21st of April. Okay. That's so so okay. really, really soon. Yeah. So when this show comes out, this episode comes out, that book will be available. And is it going to be on Amazon? It's going to be on Amazon. You can pre-order okay. it. Yeah. Well, they won't need to pre-order because by the time the show comes oh, out, it'll, it'll be past that. Yeah. So uh, let's go get that book, guys. If you're listening, go check out that book. It's called David and Goliath Habitude, Habitude Warrior Book Series. Habitude no, The Principles of David and Goliath. I'm sorry. That's the right. Principles of David and Goliath. Go check it out, guys. And I want to thank all of you for listening or watching on YouTube. If you like to listen, go to your favorite podcast platform, go subscribe, tell your friends about this show. And also, if you like to watch these, it's on YouTube. The YouTube channel is growing. We're putting some effort and work into that, and you're going to see that coming up. We keep coming back. And until next time, be What are you made of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you made of? Yeah, and be unstoppable. (laughs) All right, see you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Are You Made Of? 
Be sure to check my website out at themikecrock.com, themikecrock with no K.com, and let us know how we can help you or your business reach its full potential. Feel free to leave a review or follow me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Mike C. Rock Scirocco. Again, thank you for joining me and see you guys on the next episode. I want to remind you that the Rocket Fuel book is available at my website, MikeCRock.com forward slash book. That's MikeCROC.com forward slash book. Go get yourself a copy. Thank you so much for your support and your listenership. It means the world to me.